0: Welcome to Exploring Beyond the Edge with Dr. Cynthia Andrews. Are you ready to explore the conscious path around you, open your heart and mind, and awaken your curiosity? You've stopped into the right place. Now, here is your host, Dr. Cynthia Andrews.
1: Hey there, this is Cynthia. So I'm here tonight without my co-host, Colin. He's taking the night off. He's taking a few nights off, actually. Um, But I hope everybody is well. Before we begin tonight's program, I just wanted to make an announcement for those of you who are local to Connecticut. Colin and I will be at the Red Barn in Durham on Sunday from 12 to 4 at a fair with our books and talking to people. It's 352 Main Street in Durham, and if you are local, come on by. It'll be great to see you, and there's a lot of great things happening um, at the Red Barn that you probably want to check out. So, tonight's show is very much appropriate to where we we are right now in the month of December with all of our focus on family and yet how uncomfortable it can be to be with family. So, I'm not going to say a lot about what we're doing because um, it's going to unfold, but I'm going to just go right into an introduction of Jadina, who will be leading us tonight in a discussion on systemic constellations. So, Jadina Lillian leads national and international workshops in systemic constellations. She really has a a very unique ability to tap into the natural healing potential within each one of us, and yet, you know, that, that potential that's really bigger than us. And her combination of innate ability and meticulous training gives what she does a lot of power and having experienced it and and colin has experienced it as well i can validate how much power is in just a very very short um session with her so jadina meets people you know right where they are and in a way that helps them move forward and and untangle inner knots so that they can access their own relationship to source she inspires the people she works with to live the deeper beauty behind their story. She is an artist with a Master's of Fine Arts degree from New york state or New York University. She studies meditation, dreams, and symbolism with Llewellyn von Lee, and I'm sure I said that wrong. She is proficient with focusing process and active imagination, initiated by Carl Jung. And she trained in Family Constellations at the Burt Hellinger Institute in the USA and with European teachers as well. Jadina's recent screenplay, Ghost Horse, was awarded a New York Foundation for the Arts Fellowship. She co-created a book um, titled Butterfly Against the Wind. That is extraordinary, and everyone should go on Amazon and buy it. You can see her at creativeconstellations.net, and I highly recommend you check her out. So welcome, Jadina. Hi, Cynthia. Thanks so much for coming tonight. You know, we had some bumps getting here, and I'm so glad you're here because what what you're doing and what this program is about is so amazingly helpful to people. So thank you so much for being here.
2: Yes,
1: you're welcome. So, Jadino, I think that a lot of people don't have any idea of what constellation therapy is, and some people have probably never even heard of it before. So why don't we start by you just telling people what is Systems Constellation?
2: Um, Well, it goes by a few different names. It goes by systems constellations, ancestral family constellations, systemic constellations. Um, Basically, it's an alternative therapeutic method uh, integrating uh, existential phenomenology, family Mm -hmm. systems therapy, and elements of indigenous ways connected to family, ancestors, and life. And that's the the Wikipedia definition. But what it is, it's about invisible Mm loyalties that we have in the system and how the process makes these loyalties uh, visible and the entanglements that Mm -hmm. are caused by these loyalties. So if we make it conscious... um, the relationship between the present and the past um, will... Um, if we make it conscious, these entanglements become very visible, that mm-hmm. we have certain loyalties towards people and we don't even know. For example, you might have... Um, you uh, in, Inside of us, we want to include everybody out of love. And so if we... Um, exclude somebody or if the system excludes somebody we might take on their an illness or a mental uh, uh, challenge they have just to be close to them
1: mm-hmm. and so do people generally know do people yes? generally know that they have these that they've taken things on or is that something that's a surprise for them when they do the work with you
2: oh they're totally surprised totally mm-hmm. surprised it is very interesting how we don't know. I remember even um, my brother was had uh, back pain, terrible back pain, just like my father. I mean, these are the <laughs> obvious ones. And you mentioned that to him, and he's like, "No, I don't think so." And this was after he passed away. The uh, back pain got worse because he wanted to be close to him. hmm hmm Yeah. Yeah. So the constellations just makes all of this visible. Actually, Um, and you know, this is very interesting because in consciousness, there are more possibilities than unconsciousness, right? Um, So to be conscious is the first step, which is opening the door. But the difficulty is, is the whole system is saying, keep the door closed. Mm -hmm. Keep the secrets a secret. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So this is a total block. To the very first step of keeping movement flowing in a system is the whole system doesn't want anything to be revealed.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's the, uh, main, one of the main intentions of the work is to restore the movement in the system and therefore in one's life. And uh, in one single session, this can all happen where we can see a, a dynamic that spans multiple generations in a given family, it can be revealed in one session, it's quite extraordinary right.
1: So secrets follow follow generation to generation, and the dysfunction within a family, we all agree to play our part in that dysfunction so that we don't lose relationship with people. And the scariest thing is to lose relationship to people, even though the relationship is totally dysfunctional.
2: That's right because also because in us we don't want to for good reason.
3: Absolutely. Uh, we have to
2: find the way to have it in a in a healthy way and that's where the indigenous thinking comes in. Hmm. They knew that naturally where we're, hmm. we're connected to ancestors you know all my relations that was yeah. natural.
1: Yeah. Right. So we go and sit by by gravestones and they do work to actually connect you know, their family and things. So I remember when we did our program together, when I did my consolation Therapy with you, um, I discovered that my whole story had been about how I was an outcast from my family. And in that, you know, five, ten minutes that we did together, it became immediately apparent that I had actually chosen to align with my grandparents that were kind of on the outside rather than be a part of the chaos and confusion of the of the main family and that it was a choice and not and I had never been I had never been you know cast out and that was a huge revelation to me that changed my relationships with everybody so it's that simple kind of thing that can happen so Jadina tell, tell us a little bit about the history of, of you know constellation therapy How was it developed and, and what was it modeled on
2: um, well, that's uh, very simple. It, um, it was started by Bert Hellinger, which is, uh, who is the founder from Germany. And he worked and lived um, uh, as a Catholic priest in South Africa for 16 years in the 1950s and 1960s. And during these years, he became fluent in the Zulu language. And he participated in Zulu rituals and gained an appreciation for the Zulu worldview. So, um, he then uh, moved back to Germany and incorporated the, the tradition of the Zulu people uh, into uh, what he created then for the West, which is the systemic constellation. So, it's Bert Hellinger that brought it to the West, yeah. And mm-hmm. since then, you know, as with many processes, a few people worked around him and became very good at it, and then they broke broke off, and then mm-hmm. did their own thing, and uh, that's basically how it how it happens, yeah.
1: So, what is the essence of, of constellation?
2: The essence is the flow of love, and love, not in a romantic way, the romantic love can lead to this kind of love, but it's a love that is conscious and present. So, it's all about the flow of love, and where did it stop? And um, there's this beautiful quote by Ibn Arabi, he's a a great Sufi, uh, lovers lose their way in love and become entangled. Mm. And to me that says it uh, perfectly, that the entanglement is natural and needed. Mm. So you want to be conscious of these entanglements. And by this awareness, just let them fall where they will go. And some Mm. will stay and some will fall away. Uh, you know, as a facilitator, if you jump right in and purify everything with the with untangling and making things perfect, you might wipe out the love too.
1: Mm. So, so yeah. somehow the entanglement holds the love in some way. It, it maintains a connection that that keeps the love present.
2: Totally. There was this um, artist who did this artwork, and let me just read you this. It's so beautiful. She does this artwork of a portrait of herself with like. Um, nails, and she takes one thread and with hundreds and thousands of nails, and she just wraps the thread around the whole picture. But she Mm -hmm. says here, okay, uh, ever since I was little, I was euphoric, as long as I was left alone to draw or make something. In fact, my father named me Kumi, which uses two Chinese characters. The first character I translate as to make or create. And the second character translates as beauty.
0: Mm.
2: So maybe my dad jinxed me. I was very fortunate in that my parents never once questioned the direction I chose to continue making impractical things. Instead, they gave me all the support a child could ask for. I never consciously made a decision to become an artist. I just continued doing what I most enjoyed.
0: Mm, So I'm
2: mentioning, right? I'm mentioning it. Can you imagine being jinxed by your father that way?
1: Yeah, right. You know? Well, and it ha- and, and it happens to us all the time and we do it to others all the time.
2: Well, what but listen to this, Cynthia, that we actually were jinxed. And mm. I mention the thread because the the negative and the positive is actually all one thread. Mm. And when you untangle what's going on, you see the positive in what seemingly was negative.
1: So how does a constellation therapy session work? I mean, I know that that you can have multiple people in a session or you can do it one-on-one, and I think you can even do it alone, right?
2: Yes, yeah. Um, it usually takes place in a workshop with a group of individuals who are not related. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, disconnectedness, uh, which is felt intuitively, some say telepathically, by the members of the group, and the, the field that is that we work in is called the morphic field. So this is a field which which holds all this information. It's like a pause or a silence. Um, I think that when we pause or we're silenced, it's actually divine intervention. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's how the group constellation is set up and uh
1: then i could go yeah can i enter so so basically someone comes into the group with a question or a problem or a dysfunction and then the different people in the group act out or or take the place of a family member or or i mean like so what are these other people doing for for the person who is being worked with
2: Yes, exactly. Exactly what you said. The only difference is they don't act it out. They actually represent. Mm-hmm. I will actually intuit what different types of representatives re- representative might be needed. So, yes, different people will represent the mother, the father, grandparents, grand, grand, grandchildren, depending forces in the life mm-hmm. by what they tell me. Mm -hmm. by the story and then the people just follow their movements and that's what i was meaning about the morphic feel. right it just starts to move into a beautiful pattern that shows what's going on
1: Mm -hmm. and so essentially you kind of channel what you're representing and and put that perspective out in a verbal or visible way for the person to be able to process
2: Yes, and many people say that's one of the parts of it that is very powerful, that now it's outside of themselves. Beautiful. It's a relief. They're not carrying it anymore. Mm -hmm. And they actually, because, again, it's all about love, they really are loving seeing this. Whether it's entangled or not, whether it causes tears or not, it brings a real deep feeling of peace.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And if I hurt you right, then not only do the people represent, not only do the participants represent other people in in this person's life, but they also represent things like destiny or things like um, your, your creativity or, you know, or uh, things that are less, uh, you know, tangent or, you know,
2: tangible (laughs) yes exactly exactly yeah sometimes even we will do things blind constellations where we on a piece of paper i'll put different qualities or, or 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 family places um and just give these to the participants they won't even know who they are Mm-hmm. And they move around. Those are some some of the most cle- interestingly enough. Some of the most clearest constellations is when the representatives don't know mm-hmm. who they are. Yeah,
1: I think yeah that would make sense to me. And so, what do you do when you're working one on one with people?
2: One on one, I'm using uh, figurines, mm-hmm. doing the same exact thing, but I'm using figurines, and amazingly, it does work. And maybe because I can actually intuit something going on and then something goes on between me and the client and Mm -hmm. it actually is the same thing but it's with these figurines that's the the, that's what I did with you and also Mm -hmm. with Colin yeah
1: Mm -hmm. and so then with the figurines sometimes I was the one intuiting what each of the figurines was feeling sensing and sometimes you would come in with with a piece of information that I could accept or reject as it felt comfortable for me And so it was very much respectful of my own inner process as we were doing it.
2: Totally. Always. Always the client is the boss. I'm constantly checking in with the client Yeah, to see how, yeah.
1: Okay, so we're going to be taking a break in a minute, but everybody listening now, go and collect five objects because in the next section, Jadina's is going to lead us through a a little process. that we can work with. So go get five objects in a, in a flat little area that you can work in. And they can be any object. It doesn't doesn't matter what they are. Um, we are talking right now with Jaydina about the creative constellation process. And for those of you who are interested, Jaydina offers one-on-one and group constellations in person, but she also does it online. And she can be Um, seen and reached at creativeconstellations.net. You can also email her at jadinalillianne at gmail.com. Jadina is an artist. She has constellation cards and the beautiful book Butterfly Against the Wind. You can see her work on her Facebook page, Creative Constellations. So we will be right back in a little bit. Don't go far and bring back your five objects.
0: Your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. We all have the inner ability to use the gifts within ourselves to serve ourselves, our families, loved ones, and our communities. Once you have discovered these gifts and talents, you can promote harmony, peace, and hope. To find out how to harness your own gifts and talents, tune in to Get Ready. Get ready for your breakthrough with host Felicia A. Hill, live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen and share with others.
3: Moving forward can be difficult to do sometimes. There is always something going on. Many times, nobody else knows exactly what you're going through. If you are experiencing pain or loss, even something that is unexplained that is missing in your life, you'll want to tune into Go For It with host Joe Hausman. Showing and her guests will show you laughter and love. Sometimes you just need something a little positive in your week. Make that spot Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment.
0: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. This is Exploring Beyond the Edge. To reach Dr. Cynthia Andrews or her guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to explorations at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. So, welcome back.
1: We're talking today with Jadina Lillian. She's an artist and practitioner of Creative Constellations. And before the break, we were talking about how group sessions are done and how individual sessions with Jadina are done. And before we go into our process, I just wanted to ask you, um, Jadina, the third way that people can work with this is is alone, is by themselves, Right. So what you're yes, teaching right now, they might be able to do something with on their own.
2: I think so. Um, it's it's working with the figures, which I will explain, so we'll just work with mm-hmm. it. I do them every single day, and it's very interesting. Again, as I mentioned earlier, just by making something conscious, opening the door, seeing mm-hmm. already starts the movement flowing. So... What I show you tonight, you could do every day, and watch your relationship with mom and dad change, even if they're mm. not alive.
1: That's excellent. Um, so you are going to lead us in a meditation or a guided silence, correct?
2: Yes. Uh, first, I will uh, yes I'll lead everyone in a beautiful guided silence. I think it's it's very special, and um, and then after we can do the figurines. Oh, perfect. Excellent. Yes. So if everybody would, um, you know, uh, close your eyes or keep them open, whichever you feel most comfortable. And just take a moment and watch your breath. See how it's moving in your body right now. You don't have to change anything. It may be shallow. It may be deep. Just let it be. And then imagine for a moment that behind you stands your mother and your father. And behind them stands their mother and father. No matter what it looks like right now, just let it be. And you might know them, you might not. But just see, behind The mother and father is their mother and father, your grandparents. And behind them is their mother and father and their grandparents. And this goes back and back and back to probably also another land that you came from, another country before coming here. Include that too. And then include the ancestors of this land and the history of of this land here in the state. And in whatever way it shows up, include the trees and the sky, animals, sisters and brothers, aunts and uncles that might have been important. And as you stand there, feel your heartbeat connected to the heartbeat of the earth And know as you stand with all that support, no matter what it looked like, it it could have been great support, it might not have been support, but underneath it all, there was the strength and the power for life. And know that you are like the sun and the moon. You have a right to be here. And it's interesting, Carl Jung said that he often seems as if there was an impersonal karma which within a family which is passed on from parents to children. And he said, it has always seemed to me that I had to answer questions which faith had posed to my forefathers, which had not been answered, where he felt like he had to complete or continue something, which was unfinished. And we all have that. It's a continuation, we continue, where our ancestors' family left off. So with all of that, take one step forward away from them. And when you're ready, open your eyes.
1: That was really beautiful, Jadina. Thank you. It really, um, you know, as, as the branches, you know, go out behind you and you feel the solidness of what has gone before you and, and how it almost kind of pushes you forward in life. At the same time, there's this great vastness in front of you that is the sea of potential that you can do anything with. It was a great meditation. Thank you.
2: Yes, yes, I like it very much, yeah. So, how are we working with our objects? Okay, so, take the objects, now you have one, two, three, four, five, and when you're doing this, uh, don't think too much, actually, first thought, best thought um, is the way to go right now, so, decide if you want, we're going to work with the destiny of our mother, or father, and our destiny. And we will see how it's entangled or not entangled. That would be interesting. So basically what we're doing tonight is just seeing some very quick information. So with your objects, well, first decide who you want to work with, your mother or your father. We're just going to work with one or the other. I'm going to work with mother. So I will take uh, one of my objects and say that's going to represent mother and put it on the table in a position that I in, intuitively just put her in and, and, and know which way she's facing. Is she facing right, left, up, down? Have that idea. So put mother there and then put another object for mother's destiny and put that where you want it to be in relationship to mother. Is it close to her? Is it far away? Is it looking towards her? Just very quickly. Uh, Yes Um, And you might be able to intuit it Or you might not Um, I see my mother looking Actually away from her destiny And uh, it's not so close to her Interestingly enough Okay And so then Have a representative for you uh, One of the objects And put that in relationship To the mother And the mother's destiny Just quickly put it and you will see information. Is it close, are you closer to the mother or are you closer to her destiny? And then with the fourth object, have that be your destiny and put that in a position also. Just quickly. you start to get information. Do you look at your destiny or are you looking at your mother? Or her destiny? I think, uh, at least I, for myself, I would like to be looking at my destiny, which, interestingly enough, I, I am, which I've done this, um, do it every day, and sometimes I'm not. So I already see there's movement of change. And so then we have one more object, and... Put, name some sort of quality that you really love or respect that would actually inspire you to step towards your destiny and put that, place that somewhere. Take a quick minute. It could be beauty, creativity, passion, a force of life, God the sacred, whatever you think is important in connection with your destiny. And just put that. And when you put that in there, see if if it changes anything. Does the mother want to move away? And just make one more adjustment with anybody that wants to move in this configuration. So that is it, and you can do that every day. And you could do mm-hmm. it with the father, you can do it with the mother
1: introduce different um, things so that was actually really interesting so I had a pair of eyeglasses for my mother she was always wearing eyeglasses and um, her destiny I wanted to put very far away from her except that I suddenly became aware that that was my judgment that it was that far away from her and so when I asked where is her destiny, it turned out to be right inside the folding of the glasses. And it's like I would have, I would have said a hundred million times that my mother had been unable to live her destiny by the circumstances of her life. And yet there it is. Her destiny is right inside of her. And I was wrong.
2: <laughs> well, that's, it's so beautiful because with the constellations, I feel sometimes it is actually that real. Or it's the blueprint now inside of you, mm-hmm. which has changed, which is very powerful, actually. So, and where were you then in relation? I was
1: pretty far away from my mother, and my destiny mm. was moving was moving away from my mother as well. Until um, I can't remember what shifted, but all of a sudden, I I'm, I looked back at my mother and realized that. Um, that my destiny actually looked back at my mother as well. That my mother has supported my destiny through every single action in my life.
2: Everyone. Had she that actually is, done it? Yeah, she did. she did. Wow, very, very nice. It's nice to hear that, too. You know, um, yeah, I had more difficulty with my mom, usually. But now, you know, it's it's inside of me a, a lot has changed. Yeah. The uncovering of this mm-hmm. is enough. Mm-hmm.
1: So people, after they've done a constellation, is there anything that they need to do to hold on to it? Is there, uh, I mean, you know, what should they do with what they've uncovered? Anything?
2: I think... Well, of course, you, you want to, whatever you feel, you maybe want to write, maybe you want to create something from there. But really, I think you, just this, just this simple act of doing this and seeing and looking is really enough. You know, there's, there's so much magic in the world, ordinary magic. We Mm -hmm. don't have to do anything. It's there Mm -hmm. for us. But I think what is needed is to, as a, to do it and also give space to it. That's mm-hmm. why I say sometimes you might not want to do too much with it because mm-hmm. for me, the space is divine intervention. It's, mm-hmm. it's ordinary. We all have access to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, n- not very much, you know.
1: Yeah, no, that's really beautiful. And, and you know, like with, with me, with my mother, it's like it is true that she supported every single thing, but it was at a cost. You know, like there was a cost involved in that, and it wasn't that she wanted it that way. It's the way that it is. And so these types of um, processes can allow us to, see what those cost benefits were and to understand why we participate in the dynamics that we participated in.
2: Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, very sweet. I think it's a very sweet, I think it's a very touching process. The other day I was giving a workshop and there was a woman who was a playwright and she came and she didn't know what was going on with her and and her work. Mm -hmm. So there were representatives for her mother and father, the playwright, the writing, uh, and the child, and the child and the, and the playwright were like all over the place. And she, a representative for herself, was in the arms of her mother and father who are holding her so close in such a really strong, loving way. And at mm-hmm. some point she just burst out and just flew over and started working with the the child and, and, the, and the writing and her creativity. Mm-hmm. And it really showed me how, and she would have never have known this would have happened,
3: mm-hmm. but that
2: if you get that love, if you feel that love, you naturally will separate. Mm-hmm. If you in- include the love of your parents,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you will, you don't have to worry that you will be smothered and stay there forever.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I think it is an interesting thing that we often focus on, you know, like I focused on the cost of, of my mother's support all my life. And when you right. refocus on the, on the fact that it was just support or when you can let go of your story a little bit and realize that behind the actions there was love. And so we focus so much on, on the actions and not on, on what inspired those actions because we imagine, we project based on how they made us feel, right? And, but, but essentially, I think, I mean, parents don't have children wanting to not love them.
2: <laughs> no, and actually, what w- there, it is a, a part of the philosophy of the constellations is that if you reject your mother or if there's an estranged relationship, You will have difficulty birthing your own life into the world Mm. because no matter what happens, which it's not to forgive, it's not to forget, but it's to receive the gift of life Mm. that came through her. So it's the relationship with life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That is really beautiful. We're going to come back to that thought after the break. Right now we're going into our second break. So we're here talking with Jadina Lillian about Creative Constellations. And don't forget that Jadina does offer one-on-one and group constellations in person or online. She can be reached at creativeconstellations.net or Lillian at gmail.com. And we're going to talk about some of her products when we come back. So, take a break and come back in just a few minutes. Thanks, guys.
0: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com com.
3: Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration that opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time, 12 p.m. Eastern time with award winning authors Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the Empowerment Channel. It's time for you to take a sweet and honest look at your life. Tune into Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klagel. Each week, Nikki invites you to call into the program where she will connect with each listener to show the power of God's love in every unique instance. There are gracious gifts and elements of power within each one of us. You just need to discover them and find your life's purpose, live healthier and happier. Listen every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment.
0: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. is exploring beyond the edge to reach dr cynthia andrews or her guest today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's one 346 9141 you may also send an email to energy explorations at gmail.com now back to our program Well, welcome back, everybody. We are talking with
1: Jadina Lulean, artist and practitioner of Systemic Constellations. And before we get into the next part of the conversation, I really wanted Jadina to explain some of the products that she has because they are really cool. So, and they incorporate her artwork, which is phenomenal. Really, um, if you want to get in touch with inner things, looking at her images really does that. So, Jadina, why don't you share with people what what they might be able to find on your website.
2: Well, um, as you've mentioned, I do uh, individual one-on-one sessions. Then I do group work, and I can travel wherever I am invited to. Um, and then I do a process of custom artwork connected to uh, a individual constellations I do, and we see what comes up. And then I will um, paint something t- for you to inspire you um, to see uh, what gift you are here to give to the world, mm. what quality that can be incorporated into anything that you do. Mm-hmm. So I do those three um, processes. And then I have a deck of 54 cards with my artwork and then the different um, words on the back that describe the, the constellation process. And those are also on the website. There, Everything's on the website, creativeconstellations.net. Um, the book, Butterfly Against the Wind, which I did with Teokas and Ghost Horse, um, definitely also connects with constellations because uh, it, it shares with you the indigenous way of living and a pretty much history of the native people's little literal history, their present day situation, and the between-world mystical side of the Lakota. Um, there's one quote here, which I will say, which is, in the language of the Lakota, there is no word for love. Instead, they say Mahashani, which means you are my skin.
1: Hmm. Beautiful. So,
2: yeah. So, as you see that, um, yeah, what? How love can have a very deep meaning, and it is true. When you love, we are, mm-hmm. we are, the skin yeah. of somebody else. So, if you are rejecting that, that yeah. can cause a lot of confusion. But uh, yeah, so the book is called Butterfly Against the Wind, and the books and the cards are really nice gifts.
1: Yes, they actually are. Butterfly Against the Wind, just to be clear, are Dina's paintings with Tayocasen's wisdom from hit, from the Lakota, and it is it is just really a beautiful, beautiful book. Um, we enjoy ours very much. So Jadina... The the general process is called systemic constellations or family constellations or ancestrals. You call the process you do specifically creative constellations. Can you um, explain why and, and what it is that got you started on constellation path?
2: Yeah. Well, the creative part, I thought, that's what I know best. And when I was mm-hmm. talking before, we each have the different qualities, to how do we inspire people. Mine is through creativity. And I also think that the, um, the, the constellation is so important, and I'm interested in how it connects with what we want to create in the world and creation itself and also specific projects. And in a way, there is a story from the Zulu tribe Where when a child is born, they come up with a song before the child is born. Hmm. Then they sing it to the child when the child is born and at other milestones in the child's life. And if they go off the track at any point, they sing the song again. Hmm. I think we all have that song somewhere. And it's connected to the system, like what's the song of our our whole system, our whole family system, that now we're going to step forward and sing.
1: You know what you're reminding me of is the songs of the humpback. It's like they go through the season, and when they first start the the season of singing, they have a compressed song that represents all the songs that have gone before them, and then they go through the season adding pieces to the song, and then in the next season, that part has been compressed into the part before, and so they're always adding to this song that goes back hundreds and thousands, I mean, who knows how far back the, the, the songs of the humpback whale oh. go. Isn't that extraordinary?
2: Exactly. That's yeah. exactly it, Cynthia, really. That wow. beautiful.
1: Wow. Yep. That's so, it. you know, creativity is a is a very. Um, I think, in my opinion, creativity is one of the things that brings us closest to an understanding of what it would be to be God, to be Source that creative spark and seeing it manifest in the world, right? So what kinds of things do you see in the work that you do that get in the way of people's creative process that stops that process from being manifest?
2: Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, the entanglements of love. Uh, mm-hmm. To do one's creativity, that means that uh, it feels like one might be... Uh, going against the whole system. Against the mother, or against the father. Um, some, a lot of times it's the actually collective system. Mm. That, uh, so you, you mean know, like social system? Yeah, isn't supported mm-hmm. so much. And so people stop because of that. Um, there's this... Um, Beautiful quote by Alice Walker. Mm -hmm. She says, and so our mothers and grandmothers, more often than not, anonymously, handed on the creative spark. The seed of the flower that they themselves didn't hope to see. More like a sealed letter they could not plainly read. So it seems like the creative spark a lot of times is hidden in the family. You know, you know people had to, um, they had to really, there was a lot of hardships in the family. They, Creativity seemed separate from life mm-hmm. rather than that was life. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's really beautiful. You know, and and as you're talking, all of the things that you're saying really um, exemplify a lot of, of Carl Young's thinking about collective unconscious and how it works its way through us in different ways. Um, there's a new book out, isn't there? Peter Kingsley wrote a book, um, Catafalque K or something?
2: Yes, yes. I think that's how you pronounce it. Cataf- Is that how you pronounce it?
1: I think so. Uh, I, I, I'm not really sure, but you had you were talking to me the other day about an excerpt from that book. Do you have you don't happen to have that?
2: Um, let's see. I don't have it right now. It was he was mentioning because the book is about uh, Carl Jung. It's actually yeah, it's about Carl Jung. So he it was he was talking about that exact question that I said earlier. Experience. Oh, that's
1: right. Yes, that's right. About yeah. about that we're living through, um, uh, we have a particular task or burden, which is to find the answers through living through our own lives from our ancestors. That's right. You were talking about that earlier. It is um, a beautiful uh, remembrance. So, P- Jagina, how did you yourself find um, this process in your life? How did you come to this? Oh, yeah. You
2: know, uh, for me, a lot of times, and, and this is how it came to be, as it usually, um, usually does, which is I was just somewhere and they did a, a sample constellations. I didn't even see it. It was in the dark, but I knew, I knew something. And then I went to a, a workshop and uh, I, I just knew right away that this was something that was right for me to do and to study. Uh, the interesting thing was when I first did the constellation, I had no idea that my ancestors affected me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> really, I was totally surprised. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I knew the psychology of mo- you know different things with mother and father. That's the other thing. Like uh, different people that do the constellations work with a different focus. Some people it's psychological. Some people it's even clairvoyant. Yeah, for me it's actually more sacred, and mm-hmm. I want to see what the field. Shows me -hmm. And I want to let the energy Resolve itself So we also get the experience Of something The unknown Mm -hmm. That is actually Probably More involved in our life Than the known anyway
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Actually science (laughs) says we only Do you know this? Science says we only See 4% Hmm. of what's out there, the rest is dark matter 96% -hmm. yeah so anyway
1: so did you see changes happen in your family relationships once you started doing the process
2: Hmm, that's a good question Um, not so dramatically I do remember one, that a constellation I did which was really interesting because It wouldn't move. Hmm. And the facilitator, who was a man from Germany, he just left it like that. And I was so, I was very happy he did because it made me see the truth.
3: Hmm.
2: That there there was something, it, it, it reflected the truth that I knew in my heart.
1: That things just couldn't move, but you move inside yourself. The dynamic moves so that you are able to be in the world in a different way. Correct or not? I mean, well, correct once paper. I saw
2: that, <laughs> yeah. Once I saw that, yeah, it really freed up so much. Instead of yeah. pretending, I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this is correct and for good reasons. And then, you know, I think the relationship with my mother has has really improved a lot.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well, so Jadina, as we're ending out the night, I cannot believe that it's already over, but what um, would you like to leave people with tonight? What one thought would you like to leave them with?
2: Well, I think that if um, whatever they find that opens them up, connect with it and live it and do it. Mm. And if they find, and, and find somebody to work with so you can see what's in the way. Because really, that will be such a, a gift, and it's needed now in the world. That oh, energy needs to move
1: create, creatively, yeah. That's excellent. Well, so, folks, if you want to reach out to Jadina, you can get her at jadinalillian at com or, or creativeconstellations.net. Just really quickly before we go, next week, be sure to tune in. We're talking with Barbara Schulman-Kerwin, who works with forgiveness therapy. And the week after that, we're talking with Joyce Logan, who wrote a book about overcoming anxiety. And both of those programs are going to be excellent programs. So be sure you tune on in. Um, let's see, what else do we have? Um, thank you. Thank you, Jay Gina. be sure to come on down to Durham. We are at 352 Main Street in Durham uh, this Sunday from 12 to 4. Colin and I will be there with our books and talking to people, and come on if you can do it. And otherwise, we'll
0: see you next week. Thanks so much you so much for joining us today exploring beyond the edge is heard every monday at 4 p.m pacific time and 7 p.m eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel until our next program dr cynthia andrews wishes you a great week